do you just want to tell us all your bathroom escapades? Sure. Here's the other one. I mean, they're gender neutral, but that one is predominantly a boys' bathroom. It's gross. Yeah, so bathrooms have never been that readily accessible to me um, throughout my life. I remember whenever I was in third grade, that was whenever I started like needing someone in there for like safety reasons. And I remember the first time I like went to the nurse's office and was asking for help. The nurse did not want to be a school nurse, I don't believe. And so I was like, hey, could you help me pee? And she would like get so annoyed. I could just tell that she didn't want to help me. And so I remember this one day like, because like the bathroom at school was not accessible and they wouldn't build a new one because the one in the nurse's office was technically considered accessible because it had bars on the walls, even though it wasn't very wide, it wasn't very big. And the toilet was very low to the ground. And at that time I could still walk, but getting up and down was really hard. So I just remember this one day not wanting to ask the nurse for help because she just seemed so annoyed. And I can't ask people to help me when they're annoyed. Like I just, I shut down and I can't do it. And so I just like parked my chair in the bathroom and the door was shut and I just stood there and cried because I knew I wouldn't be able to get back up if I sat down. And so I just sat in there for like 30 minutes probably and was just crying because I didn't want to ask for help. And um, yeah, that was when I started kind of dehydrating myself. You're listening to The Obvious Question. I'm Becky Smith, the one who walks. And I'm Maddie Lawson, the one who sits. And today we are talking pee parties. Pee parties with your best friend, Bean, mm-hmm. or I guess Sabrina, which I don't know if I've ever heard you call her that. No, it's gross. <laughs> I don't enjoy. But Bean has been your best friend since what, six? Grade. Yep, sixth six grade? grade? So she has a plethora of pee stories. Oh, yeah. Pee parties are very exclusive events. Um, <laughs> actually, that's a lie. They're actually very, they're popping. Like, <laughs> a lot of people have said, like, oh, why don't you just get a catheter? Why don't you just do this? Well, like, catheters make you really prone to infection. And I don't know that it would get changed all that much. And it's also, like, really, like, a tender like area to get infections Mm -hmm. um they're painful you also aren't supposed to wear like tight clothing or jeans or things like that and that's my style so (laughs) i don't know like i mean there are people that i've seen recently that like still do wear those things and have a catheter but typically that's just that's just like another health thing that i would have to like rely on someone to do for me that's a big reason why i don't do it but i mean i've thought about it recently because I mean, it would be nice to just be able to whip out a tube and put it in the toilet myself and just go all the time. Mm-hmm. Not have to, like, think about my liquid intake and the time that I have someone to, like, do that for me. I do prefer a hydrated Maddie. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> but, yeah, we don't, get to, we don't get to hear from her much. So they were telling me that my clothing was too difficult 
I should start wearing um, sweatpants with Velcro to make my. <laughs> Did they make those? No, they wanted they wanted <laughs> to make them though. I was just like, do I look like somebody that would wear Velcro sweatpants, <laughs> ma'am? Yeah. So it was just I felt like they were trying to make me more accessible to them, and they kind of presented it that way that like I'm inconveniencing them, so I need to make my body more accessible. That's kind of always how schools dealt with that, um, with, like, my body and, like, my disability. So one day, they were still figuring out exactly how to take me to the bathroom, you know, coming up with solutions, aside from sweatpants with Velcro. (laughs) So there was this one day that they needed me to go and meet the nurse at the bathroom, and so they decided it would be a good idea to call me over the intercom to go meet her there. Yeah. In like the bathroom. In, yeah. Like, no, and I totally remember that, too. Like, I was so mortified. I literally cried about it. And my mom called the school and, like, lost her mind, as ADA moms do. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. Were they, like, empathetic? They weren't really sorry. Like, they were like, oh, because Wendy called, like, we're gonna tell Wendy sorry, but I never got an apology. And, like, whenever it, they do apologize... Oh, like, we weren't trying to make you offended or, like, make you, like, upset or anything. We just wanted to make sure you knew where to go. And I was like, I knew we were going to do this. You could have just said, meet in the nurse's office. Or, like, like come do do something normal. Like, <laughs> go to the office. Could be code for go to the bathroom. Maddie Lawson, mm-hmm. please report to the principal's office. Yeah, <laughs> literally anything else. They don't really think about me being a normal, like, kid. Sixth grade, self-conscious They just thought of me as like, oh, this is a disabled student that needs this task done. So this is how we get that task done. It sounds like they didn't think about you as a person. They thought about you as a problem to be solved. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is very much what I am. (laughs) And you remember this? I remember them calling her down. Yeah. You know, it never even like crossed my mind. Like, how does Maddie pee? Well, so we had this field trip planned. Like the whole, they called you down to the bathroom so they could figure out the lift that they had to buy because we were leaving the school and they couldn't bring her anywhere unless they had a lift to bring on the field trip because of like ADA requirements. And so they put this lift on the back of our bus and Maddie's like, no, you can't bring it. Everyone's going to know what it is. They said, we'll put a sheet over it. Yeah, and I was like, you can put a sheet on an elephant, but it's still a fucking elephant. (laughs) Yeah. And there was also a toilet seat because they had to, like, the toilet has to be a certain height. Right. In order for the lift to work. And so in case if the toilet was not the perfect height, they brought this toilet seat. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, (laughs) I have a social life. I like to give the illusion that I'm independent. And which it really bothered me to think that people knew I got help in the bathroom when I was a kid because, like, yeah. I don't know, that's, like, awkward, I guess. But, like, now I'm, like, all my friends know when I shit. So, like, <laughs> yeah. it's not really that big of a deal to me. But little 12-year-old Maddie really cared. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. So the school, like, invested all this money in this <laughs> lift because they had to. So when we get to the field, we went to the botanical gardens. And everyone was, like, separated into groups. Our group was me, Maddie, my mom, and... We got through, like, I want to say a half an hour of looking at flowers, and they just came and got Maddie, and they were like, you have to go. And I was like, no, I don't. And they were like, no, like, honestly, like, we need to park the bus. You need to do this now because everyone else is, like, 
going to struggle if you don't do this. We can't go back and get it. So, like, you need to go now because it's easiest for everyone else. Mm -hmm. It's basically like we bought this thing and you're going to use it. And I was just like, I don't need to use it. Like, I know when I have to pee. Like, what? (laughs) And they were just like, no, like, you need to acting like I was being ridiculous because I didn't need to pee. And I was just like, I literally know when I have to pee and when I don't have to pee, I'm 12. Please don't tell me. And, like, after arguing with them, I just knew that I wasn't going to get anywhere. And so I went, and they literally shut down the entire bathroom so nobody could go in and out. So, like, everyone's like, what is happening in there? And then I'm <laughs> thinking, like, they're going to think I'm shitting. Like, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, literally, that was where my mind... I didn't even know where you left, too. I was like, where did she go? She just left and never came back. And I was like, all right, I guess we're just going to walk around. <laughs> Yeah, because it takes so long to use this lift. It was just a lot. And then um, after they took me to the bathroom, one of the uh, people in there helping me thought that as she's wiping my ass, it was a great time to tell me that she's always wanted a daughter. Did the schools get better as you got older? Did you just stop going? LOL. Yeah, um, she stopped going. I don't think she went to the bathroom one single time in high school. Yeah, I did. When? My mom came up and took me a couple times. Like, once. Well, okay, they had to find a time that the people that were willing to take me could also miss their whatever. So instead of letting me go to the bathroom, like, during PE, a class that I do not benefit from at all, but still needed to take in order to graduate, they would take me out of, like, math class. Yeah, it was never about, like, oh, we're going to take you to the bathroom to help you go to the bathroom and to not, like, serve you, but, like, give you the most out of your day, like, whatever works out for you. It was more like, how can your bladder serve us? (laughs) Like, how can we make your bodily functions work with our schedule? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how they kind of treat people that have physical disabilities in schools, especially when they don't have a para. But I didn't want a para. Like, I didn't want someone to go with me because um, I remember, like, at the beginning of the school year in sixth grade, they told my paras that they had to eat lunch with me. And, like, I don't know. I shouldn't have to feel like an asshole to, like, want to do things by myself. That's, like, normal, like, to want to be an independent person. I feel like we should talk about the evolution of, like, your experience with me in public. I feel like you have a lot of valuable stories. Do you remember the dressing room story? Oh, yeah, when that lady, like, went into the only accessible dressing room in that. We were, like, like, stepped in front of us. We were, like, prom dress shopping. And this woman went around us to get to the handicap stall and we literally just talked mad shit on her the entire time she was in there. Like, we're, like, trying to squeeze into this little dressing room and we're like, wow, it's really cramped in here. I can't believe somebody took the handicap stall. Like, what are we going to do now? It's so rude. Why are people so rude? Like, we're just like... And then we started playing. (laughs) We started playing Woody's Roundup. (laughs) I remember that. But why? (laughs) 
We're just like, we're going to annoy these people out of the dressing room. So loudly. Blair Woody's Roundup. We literally, it was like, Woody's Roundup. Come uh, on, it's time to play. Okay, Thank it's you. the best Disney song ever written. I'm dying. Just Anyways, today we were at the movie theaters. And. Oh my gosh. Do you want to tell the story? Or? <laughs> but anyway, so we walk into this movie theater and. Immediately, we were both like, uh, okay, because the first thing you see is stairs, and <laughs> we were like, what are we going to do? And then, like, you had to go down the stairs towards the screen. That's how this was set up. So only the very back row was accessible, and there's four seats in the middle and then one seat on each side and then empty spaces. So we were like, what the heck? And usually when we go to the movies, I get Maddie out of her wheelchair and put her in a theater chair so she's... Gets that comfy recliner feel, you know? So we couldn't have the single chairs on the outside. And the only chairs that were next to each other, there was a couple sitting in them. Well, two of the four chairs. And so we're like, what are we going to (laughs) do? And so I walk up and I was like, excuse me, ma'am, can you move your purse? Because she had it like sitting in one of the open chairs. Mm, I said, I don't even care. I'll invade these people's personal space. Maybe they'll get up and move. Well, but I just, was like, yeah, can you move your purse? We can't go anywhere else. And she, like, picks it up. But I was really expecting them to move after I, like, got Maddie out and, like, moved her oxygen, put her in there and, like, sat next to her. And they just stayed there the whole time. I mean, yeah, it wasn't like, a problem. Right, but it's just, like, cozy. people don't really think about, like, hmm, I wonder why these special accommodations are made nice over here. They're just like, oh, I want to sit where it's nice. There was even a sign. Yeah, it said, like, reserved for people in wheelchairs. Um, yeah, I typically don't go in public unless I, like, really have to in a lot of the places that I'll be like, oh, yeah, we have an accessible bathroom. They, like, don't ever design them with actual disabled people in mind. They will have it so that it's, like, a big stall, but the door will open inwards just like a regular door. And so you can get your chair in, but you can't close the door around it. So it's just kind of like, they don't think about that. Also, like, a lot of times people that are able-bodied will go into the stall. They'll literally, like, step in front of me. What do you want people to think about? Honestly, just think about why the accommodation that you are using, the amenity you're using, is so nice in that one. Like, why they just have one. And think about who is losing out because you're benefiting. I don't think people really think about how their actions affect other people very much. And I think able-bodied people don't really have to think about that very much. I don't think people necessarily, like, maliciously go out of their way to, like, take my bathroom from me. But, like, think about it before you go in there. Like, do you really need to use that bathroom? If it's, like, the only one open and there's nobody in there that's in a chair, you go ahead and use it. But, like, if there are other ones open and you just want some extra room for your purse, probably don't. I mean, everyone's done it. Like, I don't always necessarily expect someone to just know how to, like be accommodating but i do expect them once someone calls them out to like respectably take that and like apologize if someone like if you come out and there's a person in a chair be like oh i'm sorry i don't know like it's really not that hard to like be a decent human (laughs) 
about those situations. Like, don't hide in a dressing room because you're <laughs> afraid to face the wrath of Woody's Roundup. <laughs> Special thanks to the whole Obvious Question team. This episode was put together by producer and executive producer Aaron Hay, editor Ryan Fumulener, and our online and social was from Nathan Lawrence. This has been The Obvious Question. I'm Becky Smith. I'm Maddie Lawson. Thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening.